Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for August 26, 2022. I'm teaching a series entitled God's Grace and Our Faith. I, I teach this. My mantra is the grace life. Put that in the chat. Say, say, I live the grace life. I'm living my life by the grace of God. I am who I am by the grace of God. I'm living my life by the grace. And I'm not taking on any pressure to perform. I know who I am. I know what I'm called to do. And whatever God has called me to do, I believe that he's already equipped me to do it. His instruction is always equal to his injection. He would never tell me to do something that I don't already have the grace to do. And so I walk it out by faith, tapping into God's grace. So it's God's grace and it's our faith. And that's how I live. And so I am the just and the just shall live by faith. I'm living the grace life. My faith is rooted and grounded in God's grace. And so because my faith is tapping into God's grace, God's super is on my natural. And I'm able to do what I could never do without God. I'm able to walk and operate in levels and ways that I've ne- that far exceeds my power, my ability, my strength. Matter of fact, it far exceeds my wildest imagination. Ecclesi- I mean, Ephesians uh, 3 and 20. And so now God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that I can ask or think or even imagine according to the power that works on the inside of me. What is that power? It's called grace. And so now the grace of God is on me to do it. So now what I'm going to learn today is how to just enter into God's rest. This is a series inside of a series called It's Already Done. And the title of today's message is um, Knowing Who You Are, and what you are called to do. You got to know who you are and what you are called to do. So as I get ready to release this word, I I pray that you get ready to receive it, knowing who you are and what you're called to do. All right, so let's get into the message for this morning, knowing who you are, knowing what you're called to do. Put this in the chat. You can say this by faith. I know who I am. And then come right back around and say, I know what I'm called to do. When you know who you are and you know what you're called to do for the season that you're in, then you can walk that thing out because you're going to be called to do different things in different seasons. So you got to know who you are and you got to know what you're called to do for the season that you're in. Say amen to that. All right, so John 1 and 14, John 1 and 17 are the foundational scriptures. And then yesterday we looked at 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 1 through 4. We're going to look at all of that this morning, and then we'll get into the Word. So in John 1 and 14, the Bible says, The Word, Jesus, became flesh, and he made his dwelling among us, and we were able to behold his glory. It is the glory of the only begotten of the Father, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. In John 1 and 17, the Bible says that the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came through the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace came through Jesus, and grace is the truth. And so I'm living in the truth of God's grace that was ushered in to this dispensation through Jesus the Christ, our Lord. And so Jesus came to usher us into grace, which is the truth, and I'm living it out. I'm living the grace life now. And then Peter explains that the more we know God, then the more grace and peace will be multiplied unto us. This is what Peter says. He says, hey, I am Simon Peter, a servant an apostle of Jesus Christ. Who I am is Simon Peter. What I'm called to do is, first of all, who I am is Simon Peter. My heart is I'm a servant, and then I'm an apostle because I'm called to be an apostle uh, of the Lord Jesus Christ. And then he's writing. He says, now I'm writing to them who have obtained 
like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. So I'm writing to people that are of like precious faith. I'm, I'm writing to people that believe like I believe, that believe what God believes about us, right? And then he says this, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God. And we dealt with that yesterday, that grace and peace are multiplied through the knowledge. The more I'm growing in the knowledge of God, the more grace I'll be able to tap into, the more peace I'm going to have. That's why I'm not stressed out. I'm not really somebody that that has a lot of stress. People say, man, Rick, you look good. You know, I just turned 50. It's like, man, you're looking young. You know why? Because I live in a stress-free environment. Why? Because grace and peace are multiplied to me through the knowledge of God, right? I keep reading. And so uh, the Bible says, according as his divine power has given, what's that divine power? It's grace has given unto us all things. God has already given unto us all things. Remember, it's already done. Say it's already done. So God has already given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. But how do I discover those things? Through the knowledge of him that called us unto glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. So God gives us great and precious promises. And why? Why does he give us these promises? And why does he want us to believe the promises? And why does he want us to lay hold of it by faith? The Bible says, so that we may be partakers of God's divine nature, so that we can walk with God and be a partaker of God's divine nature. Say this, say, I am a partaker of God's divine nature. I partake in the divine nature of God as Jesus is, so am I in this world. I am like God. God is like me. I am in him. He is in me. And right. So I was created in the very image and the likeness of God. And when I live that way, I escape the corruption that's in this world through lust. So what does this mean for you today? I have three things to share with you on this morning, three things. And as I get into these three things, I want you to open up your heart to receive what God is saying. So three things. Number one, here we go. Your title is not who you are. Let me be, let me slow down on this one. Your title is not who you are. A lot of people get caught up in titles, but your title is not who you are. And if I could say this without offending anybody, um, a lot of minorities especially get really caught up in titles, right? Like, you know, they just want this title, but your title is not who you are. So let me explain. In, in the, the message yesterday, I dealt with the fact that when you discover Jesus, you discover yourself. The more you know God, the more you know yourself. How Simon, the son of Jonah, when he discovered Jesus, he discovered himself, that kind of thing. So when you you don't even know who you are until you know God, to be clear. Until you know Jesus, you don't even know who you are. But when you discover Jesus, you will discover yourself, right? And so the more you walk with God, the more revelation God will give you concerning who you are and who he called you to be from the foundations of the world. So when you get born again and you start walking with God through the Holy Spirit, God begins to reveal to you who you are. I'll just use myself as an example. I got born again on August 27, 1995. I was a staff sergeant, United States Army, straight out of Brooklyn. And I was stationed in Kuwait. And as a staff sergeant in United States Army at 23 years old, I made I made staff sergeant at 22. I talked big smack. I was I was full of pride. I was full of arrogance. I was from the streets of Brooklyn and I let everybody know it know it. And, and I cursed like every third word. The guy that led me to Christ, Leo Jacobs, he says, man, P man, you, you used to just open up your mouth and it was filth, foul, filth, foul, filth. Right. So I, I, God called me to do what I'm doing right now from the foundations of the world, but I didn't know it. So once I got born again, God began to reveal to me who I am. So I was living as somebody else before 
from the time that I was born to the time that I was 23 and got born again, I was living my life under false pretenses. I was living my life with a, with a false idea. I was introducing myself to the world as somebody that I was not called to be. And so then when I got born again and I discovered Jesus, then I discovered myself. And when I discovered myself, I had to learn now how to become who it is that God has called me to be. So, so Peter introduced himself as Simon Peter, a servant called to be an apostle. I love that. He says, listen, who I am is, is Simon Peter. Uh, uh, so I see somebody, Wanda, you're from Bushwick. I'm from East New York. And so people from Brooklyn, you know, got a lot of arrogant swagger, right? But I was full of pride and I didn't know who I was. So Peter introduced himself as, I love it. Hey, I'm, my name is Peter. I'm Simon Peter. I'm a servant and an apostle. So Simon Peter, that's his name. His heart is, hey, I'm a servant. I'm just here to serve. And I'm called to be an apostle. And we can learn from this pattern, right? So, so what he didn't say was, my name is Apostle Peter. My name is Apostle Peter. I can't stand when people say my name is and they give me a title. That's not your name. I'm Rick Pena. I'm very comfortable being Rick Pena. God has called me to do a bunch of stuff and I take on titles and I can wear a title while I'm in that function for that season. But the titles may change, but Rick Pena is not going to change. You got it? So you got to know your title is not who you are. So, so, so Peter... Uh, who was born at Simon, the son of Jonah, took on the name Peter because Jesus gave it to him. So he introduced himself as Simon Peter. And he was like, but I'm an apostle. I'm called to be an apostle. That's not my name. That's my assignment. So you got to know who you are. Your title is not who you are. You got to know who you are. Your title is your assignment for that season. In his heart, though, he was like, you know what? Who I really am is a servant. So my name is Peter. I'm actually a servant and I'm called to be an apostle. So you should take, take that on, learn from that. My point here is you should never get so caught up in a title that you think that your title is your identity. Your title is not your identity. Like your title is what you're doing in that season. Like, for example, one of my friends, Charlie Mike is on here. Like I know a lot of people in the military, they get caught up in their title or their rank. And then when they retire, they don't know who they are. <laughs> no, that's what you were doing in that season. But who you are is still the same, right? And so, so you walk out of uniform or that season is over and you no longer have that title, but you still have who you are. So your title is not who you are. You may, you may wear many hats and wear, and operate with many titles. Like Isabella and I, we're called to do a lot of things, right? And so, so, so if I'm in the DR and I'm, and I'm, I'm there with our church, you know, and I'm there, uh, you know, they might, they call me pastor Rick. Okay. I'm cool with that. Uh, uh, I'm here at, at a, a church in Virginia. I'm not pastoring here in Virginia, so they can call me something else. I'm cool with that. Uh, uh, at work, they call me something. And I'm cool with that. Listen, your title is not who you are. You can wear lots of titles, but who you are, God said, I'll make your name great, not your title great. And so you got to know who you are. Your, your, your title is not your identity. You are who you are from, because of who God called you to be. And, and who you are should be the foundation of what you do not what you do being who you are. You got it? So who you are should be the foundation of what you do, but you can't just base your whole life on what you're doing in the season because the season can change. And so when you're living your life by the grace of God, you embrace the grace to do whatever God calls you to do. And you go in and out of different functions. And when you're going in and out of different functions, the functions may change, but you don't because you know who you are. You got it? Even when I was in the military, I was preaching and, and even because I know who I was, I was a child of the most high God. Even when I was a CTO of the army, oh, that's a great title. It was like, yeah, no, I'm Rick Pena. I'm a child of the most high God. 
I just happen to be in the army right now. That's what I would tell people. I'm Rick Pena. I'm a child of the most high God. I just happen to be called to do this right now. But when that's over, I'll just go. But Rick Pena is still going to be Rick Pena. So I know who I am. And then what I'm called to do for different seasons, I go in and out of those things and I embrace the grace to do it. You got it? This is really important because you got to, to live the great, the grace life. You can't get caught up in a title and far too many people get caught up in the title. You're right, Craig. God said, like I said, I said it before, I'm going to say it again. God said, I will make your name great, not your title great. You got it? All right. Number two, your divine identity precedes and will outlive your performance. So let me, let me say it to you another way. You know how I do it. I teach you the same thing a bunch of different ways. I'm basically saying the same thing a different way. You, who you are, your divine identity, it precedes and will outlive your performance. So who you are precedes what you do and what you're doing right now, whatever you're called to perform, your performance, whatever you're called and assigned to do in the season, who you are preceded that and it will outlive that, right? So God sent you to this planet for such a time as this. Say this out loud, or you can put it in the chat. I am called, appointed, and anointed for this season. I am called, I'm appointed, and I'm anointed for this season. So during this season, listen, uh, uh, the, during the span of your life, you may have many times and seasons. During the span of your life, and you, as you walk with God and you traverse through times and seasons, levels and stages, you're going you're gonna to be going in and out of different things. You're going to be experiencing different things for different times and seasons. But who you are should be consistent. Who you are, you got to be settled in who you are. You got to be settled in who it is that God has called you to be. And said another way, your story does not begin or end where your ministry does. Let me say this. Your story does not begin nor does it end when your ministry does, meaning whatever God has assigned you to do for this season, because the season can change and your assignment can change, but who you are has to remain the same. You are who you are. You, you were who you are before you started doing what you're doing, and you will be who you are even if you stop doing what you're doing. So me, Rick Pena, I've had a lot of titles in ministry. I've had a lot of titles in life, in corporate America, in the military. I've had a lot of titles and I will continue to wear titles here and there, but my story does not begin nor does it end with a title. I know who I am and I'm, com I'm comfortable doing what God has called me to do. My question is, are you, do you really know who you are? You must know who you are before you start start doing what you're called to do. Because listen, the, the apostle Peter teaches us that grace and peace are multiplied unto us through the knowledge of him. So the more I know God, the more I'm gonna know me. The more I discover Jesus, the more I discover me. The, more, the better I know God, the better I, I'm at peace with myself. Grace and peace are multiplied unto me. And so now, now that I have grace and peace, I embrace the grace and I have peace, watch this, now, no matter what God has called me to do, I know who I am, so I'm settled with that. See, when you're dealing with a person who knows who they are, it is a few things are evident. When, when you are settled in who you are, when you're settled in, what it, in, in who it is that God has called you to be, then here are a few things. When I deal with you, these things are going to be evident. You're dealing with a person that is, number one, at peace with themselves, <laughs> right? This person is evident that this person is at peace with themselves. This person, number two, is comfortable 
in their own skin. Number three, this person is not trying to compete with anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're good. Like, I'm not, I ain't even tripping over y'all. I'm not trying to compete with anybody. Number four, they're not judging themselves by anyone else's performance. They're singing, they're, they're, they're living their life with, with, the, with the soundtrack of their own grace. They're running their own race with their own grace at their own pace. They ain't even worried about other people. Number five, they're not moved by the opinions of others because they're so focused on the opinion of God. And then number six, they are confident that what God started in their life, God will complete it before they die. That's Philippians 1 and 6. So when you when you live like that, right, when you embrace the grace uh, and when you know that who God is and grace and peace are being multiplied unto you, then you're not worried about nobody else. Uh, like, like you're good. Like you're at peace with yourself. You're running your race with your grace at your pace. You're not comparing yourself to anybody else. You're, 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 you're good. Like you, you have grace and peace being multiplied unto you. And it's coming through the knowledge of God. That's how we're supposed to live. It's the grace life. These people are so confident in God that when the seasons change, when God says, Hey, this season is over, I'm shifting you. I want you to go do this now. They're not tripping. When the season changes, like when, when you don't know who you are and, and the season changes and now you got to go do something else, people are like, oh, what am I going to do? I only know how to do this or what am I going to do? And, and, and so they were so caught up in their title that now they don't have the rank or they don't have the title. What are they going to do? Listen, when you know who you are, what you do, you're going to do whatever God has called you to do for whatever season. And when that season is over and God tells you to shift, you're still the same. So you're good. If God says your time in the military is over, cool. If God says your time at this company is over, cool. If God says your time as a business owner is over, cool. If God says, hey, do that, whatever, because you know who you are and you know grace and beasts are being multiplied unto you, you're not moved. Matter of fact, you get excited. All right, God, what do you want me to do now? Glory to God. And so now you're ready to shift. You're ready to move because the grace of God is, God is still God. Listen, even when God leads you to do something else, you know, God is still God. God is still sitting on the circle of the earth. So you, you wake up the next morning, you say, you know, that season of my life is over. But guess what? God is still God. God is still sitting on the throne. Uh, God's grace is still on my life. I still am who I am. I still can walk over to the mirror and be like, yep, I'm still here. Come on out. There's air still flowing through my, my, my lungs. There's blood still flowing through my veins. God is not through with me. The hand of God is still on my life. I am who I am. And I'm excited for this next season. So grace and peace are multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God. You got it? All right. Number three, I only got three things for you this morning. This will be the last one as I close. Divine identity and divine function go hand in glove. So when you know who you are, then you know what you're called to do and you're comfortable with it, then they go hand in glove. Let me explain. If you don't know who you are and you start doing something in the name of God, right? If you don't know who you are, but there's people that just, they start doing stuff and they start doing it in the name of God, then it's going to be both inauthentic and ineffective because God's anointing only flows through the authentic. So there are people out here doing a bunch of stuff in the name of God that God never told them to do. That's going to be inauthentic and it's going to be ineffective because God is not on it. The anointing only flows through the authentic and God is not going to bless something he didn't create. So, but, but conversely though, just knowing who you are, knowing what God has called you to do is not good enough. So let me explain. If you know who you are and you know what God has called you to do and you say, as Jesus is, so am I in this world, but then you don't do it. You have a revelation of your identity and you have a revelation of what God has called you to do, 
but you don't have the grit or the determination to do it, then that's going to lead to frustration because that's almost even worse. That's worse than the person that doesn't even know who they are, or what they're called to do. You know better, but you're not doing better. You, you know better. Like, you know who you are. Like, you can hear the Holy Ghost. Like, you know what you're called to do, but you don't have the grit, the determination, or the perseverance to do it. And, but God's grace is on you to do it, but you just don't want to do it. And now that's going to lead to a frustrating life. Knowing that you have greatness in you without any external proof of the internal reality will lead to frustration and even depression. This is where you can be born again and be depressed because there's a dichotomy, there's a disconnect between what you're called to do and what you experience every day, and you're, you're too lazy to go get it. And since you're not doing anything, remember, I'm talking about God's grace and your faith. God's grace requires your faith. Your faith has to be rooted and grounded in God's grace. God calling you to do something great, that's not, that's not going to happen unless you provide the faith to go do it. So I've told you many times that you must be processed to the point where you can carry the weight of the anointing associated with the assignment. However, there's a difference between being processed and being stagnant. Let me explain. And this is where my, my, my pastor hat comes on. Like, I, I love you guys enough to tell you the truth. Listen, there's a, you do need to be processed to be able to carry the weight of the anointing associated with the assignment. So there's a processing period that God puts you through before he deploys you, right? But there are people that have been processed, but now they're just stagnant. There are people that have been processed, but now they're just procrastinating. There's a, that's the difference. So there will come a season where God expects you to go. God, there will, Listen, you discover, you develop, but then God will deploy you. And so there will come a season where God expects you to be deployed into your destiny. And at that point, if you don't move, it's not because you're not being processed, you're being processed, it's because you're procrastinating. And frustration will set in because you are frustrating the grace of God. The grace of God is on you, but you're frustrating the grace. Put this in the chat. Say, I will not frustrate the grace of God. Listen, what God's grace on my life shall not be in vain. I, I refuse to frustrate the grace of God. I refuse to be stagnant. I refuse to procrastinate. I refuse to sit down on my hands while God is calling me to do something. No, I refuse to do it. The, I, will, I will not, there will not be a misappropriation of God's grace in my life. I will not frustrate the grace. I will not waste the grace. Listen, we got to learn from Peter. Peter said, hey, I'm Peter. You got to know who you are. He says, I'm a servant. Your heart has to be towards serving God. He says, I'm called to be an apostle and I'm going to go do it. You have to do what it is that God has called you to do. This series is about knowing who you are. It's about God's grace. It's already done. Everything God established for you from the foundations of the world, his part is already done. But then you have to receive it by faith and you have to go do what God already did. You have to go. You're not doing it to earn the call. You're not doing it to get God's approval. You're already approved. You God already called you. You're doing it because it's something that God already planned for you. And you're doing what God has already done from the foundations of the world. All Simon the fisherman had to do was get a, a, a a divine revelation of the fact that Simon the fisherman was called to be Peter the apostle. And when he got a revelation of the fact that he was called to be Peter the apostle, and then he spent the rest of his life being Peter the apostle, walking out what he was called to do from the foundations of the world. And I pray that you do the same. Do not frustrate the grace of God. I'm going to close this week with two questions. First question, 
Do you know who you are? If you do, put in the chat, I know who I am, right? Do you know who you are in Christ Jesus? Second question, last question for the week. If you do, then are you doing it? Are you doing what God has called you to do in this season? And just know that seasons will change. And so you should do what God has called you to do for this season. And if God shifts you to another season and your title changes, still be okay with it. Like, I mean, you should not get caught up in titles. You got it? All right, let's speak this. We're going to declare something over our lives as we close out the week. We're going to speak words of faith from a believing heart. Say this. And this is good teaching, by the way. Uh, this is this is something that, you know, you, this is something you could share with your friends. This is something you could share with your children. You got to know who you are and then what you're called to do and be at peace with it. All right. Speak this over your life. Say, Father, I thank you for teaching me about your grace and my requirement to live by faith. You made plans for me before the world began, and you sent me to this planet at just the right time. I spent years of my life in pursuit of my identity and purpose. The revelation of who Jesus is gave me a revelation of who I am. I am because he is. As Jesus is, so am I in this world. So I know who I am. I know what I'm called to do. And I will spend the rest of my life being and doing. My being precedes my doing. So my doing is authentic. I don't do to be. I do because I am. <laughs> Therefore, I know greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word, so please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org, click on the big red subscribe button. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, you got to know who you are, be comfortable with yourself, and then know what God has called you to do for this season. And when that changes, you don't change. God hasn't changed. You still are who you are. Be at peace with that. You got it? I love you. God loves you more. Have an amazing day. Have an amazing weekend. For those of you that are in the Northern Virginia area, I'm preaching at VCMI Woodbridge uh, this Sunday in Woodbridge, Virginia. Uh, check us out. Uh, the service starts at 10 a.m. If not, I'll be sharing the link online. Uh, but what God has given me for Sunday morning, I believe is going to be a blessing to you. I love you. God loves you more. Have a great weekend. I will talk to you on Monday morning. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to learn more about our ministry or you would like to partner with our ministry, please visit ripministries.org. You will learn there what we're doing in the Caribbean, providing a Christ-based education to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic. We also provide them a hot meal every day. If you would like to partner with us, click on the donate button. All the donations are tax deductible in the United States. If you don't have my book, Level Up Your Life, go to rickpina.co and get the book today. From rickpina.co, you'll also see that I have journals and I also have some other products and apparel and etc. all centered around the grace life. And then lastly, if you enjoy this content, but you want direct access to Isabella and I, the Lord impressed it upon my heart 
for Isabella and I to start mentoring people, giving people access to us to be able to ask us questions. We're answering questions about ministry, about missions, nonprofit, for-profit. I'm addressing things as far as how I preach, our approach to preaching. We're putting out private content just for a specific group in the Patreon. So please visit patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina if you're interested in this material. Have an amazing day.